Welcome to the Lodge. You've accessed the LodgeCast experience. Warning, warning. Dangerous spoilers ahead. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to another edition of Lockdown Hot Takes. I'm your Lodge Master with me as always is Brother Bishki. Cheers. And Brother Lucas. Hey, hey. Tonight's film is an Apple TV Plus joint called On the Rocks, directed by none other than the illustrious Sofia Coppola. Now, boys, I don't know if we've talked about Sofia Coppola yet. We've not. Let me see. I, I imagine Bishki loves her and Lucas is lukewarm on her. Let's let's go for it. What how close am I? I'll start. Um I've seen every one, except I didn't see The Beguiled, her last one, but I'll, I'll see it eventually. Um, Am I right? And my favorite film of hers is Marie Antoinette. I'll give that wow. one very high high ratings. Um, I think she's great visually. She gets the best cinematographers, production designers, costume designers, locations. No expenses spared for Sofia Coppola. She's royalty. I love her directorially. <laughs> we'll talk about her as a screenwriter. Eventually, but I okay. I do I do appreciate most of her work. Yeah, and LT, how close did I get? Lukewarm. Yeah, my my whole reaction <laughs> is meh. <laughs> of course, of course it is. I, I I think I'm on I'm in the Bishki boat, the fabled Bishki boat with this one. Directorially, I am a huge fan, and uh, the story. I don't know. Let's get into it. This movie is called On the Rocks. And it feels feels very autobiographical. It is so specific and granular in its scope that how could it not be? Uh-huh. You know, that's that's how I feel about it. Did you guys get that feeling? Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, definitely very personal or semi autobiographical. Yeah, I mean, she's a mom with two kids. And she's got a husband who she thinks is cheating on her. And she has Mr. Bill Murray join as her father to investigate. Uh, Rashida Jones is our lead. Rashida Jones of The Office and Parks and Rec fame, which someday Bishki will know the brilliance of. But as of right now. I was impressed. (laughs) He's impressed. He's impressed. But whenever I saw Bill Murray interacting with her, I couldn't help but thinking of Francis Ford. Like Francis Ford Coppola. Oh, wow. Looms large. Yeah. 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 I I would love to see Francis Ford Coppola's face deep faked onto (laughs) Bill Murray's body (laughs) for this. That would be great. Yeah. One thing I did not expect was that Marlon Wayne's plays her husband in this. Mm -hmm. Thankless, thankless role. Pretty thankless. Po- yeah, perhaps a thankless role, but I do enjoy seeing him, you know, forced to be reined in a bit from his usual crazy comedies. That said, I have seen his Fifty Shades of Black twice, Oof. and I'm not even really sure how, <laughs> but there's there's something to that guy that keeps me coming back for more. But I like seeing different different aspects of his of his performance style, even if this particular role didn't amount to much. We have Jenny Slate on hand as a talkative friend who it's kind of a cameo in a way. Mm -hmm. And that's basically it. It's the story of Bill Murray basically playing private detective to try to get to the bottom of if her husband is really cheating on her or not. And along the way, 
daughter and father get a chance to air out grievances and, you know, yada, 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 rebond, all that good stuff. So, yeah, that's the story. There's no B story. There's no C story. No, no subplots. No subplots. And, you know, that can be delicious, like... When doves cry, Prince didn't put any base on that and people thought he was crazy. But it can also feel, you know, a little slight. So how did you guys feel when you realized? Because, you know, halfway through the movie, you know, there's no other plot to this. Like you are locked into this one track. Like, were you guys cool with that or what what were you guys feeling? Yeah, I uh, was dying for Bill Murray to show up. I was like treading water, like the waves kept just hitting my face. And I was like, I'm I'm slipping, (laughs) I'm slipping under. And Uh I want to say like 19 or 20 minutes in, he finally shows up and is like a cold glass of ice water and a hot desert sun. He seems like he's somewhat interested in this, which is not, it's not promised with Bill Murray. He seems engaged with the material Mm -hmm. and whether or not, that is because he thinks he's going for awards again with this, you know, because Lost in Translation was a highly lauded performance. And this is kind of in that same mode. Whatever brings the sparkle to his eye, whatever gets him there, even if it's like a craven thirst for awards, I don't care. I'll take it. Yeah. Because I love it when, <laughs> when he's actually interested in what he's doing on screen. Yeah, no, I think he's good. He's kind of a larger-than-life character. Reminds me of certain relatives and other people I've known through my life of older men who are just kind of, you know, womanizers and 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 just, you know, still have a a good lust for life and know way too many things about primate mating habits and uh, <laughs> and yeah, I mean, I thought he was a, it was a good role for him for sure. I, I wasn't like laughing constantly like a like a movie where bill murray just owns and does his own thing but i still was enjoying it yeah this is still subdued murray but he's got a twinkle so there's something to that so at a certain point in this movie i think it's it's around the time where bill murray confronts marlon wayans outside their house and they have this kind of little macho posturing standoff where it's like you good i don't know you good you good Mm-hmm. It was at that point that I knew pretty much 100% that he was innocent, that he wasn't cheating on Rashida Jones. Like, I yeah. knew that it was going to look worse and worse for him, and then it was going to turn out that he was innocent. And because there's so little else going on in this movie, your central mystery becomes so clear. And if it's already thin to begin with, you know, it's not going to be a mystery for too long. So I had to make a decision whether or not to just kind of put that in the back of my head and just enjoy the rhythm and the the little flourishes that Sofia Coppola focuses on to bring you through the story and just ignore the fact that that story was so thin. (laughs) What did you guys think? Did you guys think he was innocent or did you guys think there was actually something up? I was pretty sure he was innocent, but I was also like, this isn't really about spying on Marlon Wayans, which they do mention. They're just like, it's more about him hanging out with her at like really, really high end restaurants in New York City (laughs) and just chilling and shooting them the best way you can and rolling around in a Mercedes Benz. And it looks like a car commercial. Like it's, it's really about just, you know, 
living the life and hanging out with your daughter. It's a life. It's a lifestyle piece. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't really, I didn't really question if he was innocent or guilty. I just didn't care. I was just like, why do I care <laughs> about these people? Well, <laughs> and see, that's another line you could walk where it's like, I don't care about the central mystery. We'll say, yeah, because I don't give a fuck about any of these characters or I don't care about the central mystery because I'm just straight vibing with this. You know, like I'm just chilling. I'm raising my glass as Bill Murray drinks his glass and we're just hanging out. Yeah. It's a hangout movie. Mm-hmm. But I think Lucas brings up an interesting point with Sofia Coppola movies is like, I mean, if you can just, because she's always covering the rich and privileged every time. Right. Like it, that's all she knows. And I don't falter for that. Like that's what she knows. And so it's like, either you're just like, fuck these people, fuck your rich lifestyle and everything. Or you're just like, no, I kind of dig, you know, what you're into living the life, you know, it's beyond what I can afford, but I, um, but we're all empty inside. We're all sad. We're all sad and lonely inside. I mean, (laughs) I can, I can relate to these rich folk on some level, even if, even if they're beyond my, uh, financial means yeah you you're (laughs) you're fabulously wealthy in spirit and everybody always has known that i should be rich i should be rich god damn it you should be rich and you will be rich once we get uh i don't know what's our what's our sponsor on this show tecate (laughs) tecate yeah and and, 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 and midnight berry vape and midnight berry (laughs) dom pens yes but whichever way you go with how much you care about this the movie is, I think, inarguably great to look at. They yeah. they follow him to Mexico, ostensibly to spy on him. But you're really going there just to break up the scenery and to see some new areas for them to hang out in and have drinks in. And, you know, I was fine with that. I'm like, this is so thin and tenuous on a logical story level. But why not? Why not go down to a resort right mm-hmm. now? I want to see Bill Murray at a resort. Yeah, he's having fun. He gets to sing an old Scottish tune at the bar, and he gets a tearful monologue to make sure that he gets, you know, at least... A supporting nod, even if it's a Golden Globe. Yeah, even if it's a Golden Globe. But in the end, it kind of just hit me the same way Marriage Story did, where everybody's talking about how raw and real it is, but the stakes never really register. Maybe because everybody's so fucking rich, you know, Mm -hmm. and it seems like the worst that could happen is that this guy is having an affair and Rashida seems pretty resigned to it from the jump. So when when it turns out to have never happened, it kind of feels like she just shrugs in the other direction, like, oh, that would have sucked. Oh, well, (laughs) to, oh, that doesn't suck. Oh, well. (laughs) Oh shit. Oh shit. He still loves me. Oh, that's cool. Like that's what if that that's what it feels when like. When the movie me. when the movie ended, I actually literally I had to rewind it because I was like, wait, did I miss something? Like and I, and I <laughs> did the watch have like an engraving on it that said like did it like say, you know, the the whisper from Lost in Translation? And no, he he was just like, I got it engraved for you, but there's no we don't see what the engraving is. So I'm like, okay, I, I didn't miss anything. I'm glad I double checked. That's her that's her lost in translation callback. Marlon Wayne's gets this watch engraved, but we don't see what it says. Because that's between lovers. Sponsored by Cartier. Cartier. 
Bring home the little red box for that special someone. You're either fully in or you're not going to be feeling what she's what she's dealing out. And in a way, that's kind of the beauty of all of Sofia Coppola's movies. Like you're always going to spark a debate with people over her movies. Like if you if you get 50 people, it always seems like half of them think she's just like blowing aesthetic smoke all over the place with little behind it. And then you'll get the other half that it's like she's a full on master like her father. And that's what's great. Like, I love I love shit that that gets people riled up like that. Like, I think I I'm a big fan of like half of her movies. So I'm in and out. I go in and out, in and out. And uh, we'll see where this one ended up. Let's pour ourselves some drinks, boys, and get to these on the rocks bones. Cheers. Cheers, Lucas. What did you think about all this? <laughs> oh, man. Um, <laughs> I didn't think very much of what I was seeing. And I kind of blame Sofia Coppola for like taking Bill Murray, the actor, and breaking him into like Bill Murray, the caricature. Because like after Lost in Translation, mm. I feel like the fourth wall has been shattered forever. And I just don't see, you know, uh, Bill Murray as a character, like, you know, whatever role he's inhabiting. I just see Bill Murray. Interesting. So it uh, it keeps me at arm's length, like right off the bat because of that. Um, but it was I could see that. It was, I could definitely see that. But it was that. good to see him. And and um you know, I appreciated like the cinematography. It was uh, very naturalistic, but it was tough going. And, you know, those scenes with Jenny Slate, Jenny Slate plays this like insufferable, like hipster mom that's like at this upper east side private school. And she's just talking Rashida Jones's ear off about the most inane, <laughs> stupid, like insufferable bullshit. Kind of <laughs> like the movie you're watching. You know, it's like, wow, I don't think Sofia Coppola <laughs> realizes this is how I feel watching the entire film. So yeah, I have to give this a woof, man. I, 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 I wanted, I wanted to give this a bone for Bill oh. Murray. I wanted to give it Whoa. a bone for, you know, the backstory between her father, Francis Coppola, cheating on her mother, Eleanor Coppola. But it was so half-hearted and half-baked and, like, unearned mm, and just wow. flat. And I was like, fuck this. I am out of here. Like, oh, watching oh. my neighbor's va- vacation videos would be more entertaining. Oh. He lulled us into a sense of comfort. Like, oh, he's going to give it one and a half. Just a standard grumpy bone issue. Wait, wait, you know why? There's this this, this real like bourgeoisie filmmaking moment. And you guys know what I'm talking about. Where there's a scene <laughs> where Rashida Jones is at like her husband's like influencer launch party. And there's some like oh, I know what there's you're talking some about. idiot that's like, oh my god, are you here? Like, guess what? Like the A24 people are here. Like, isn't that amazing? <laughs> yeah. And A24 is the distributor that released her movie. And I'm just like, oh please, please, dump it on A24. Let, let them on. eat cake. That alone might be a salad dragon if we were to stretch yeah. that far, but I don't think we will. But no, there's no dragons. But yeah, I definitely noted that. <laughs> but a woof, LT, a woof. Yeah. That is intense. Yeah. yeah, if I'm a studio executive, right, and someone's pitching me a movie, don't picture a gender, don't picture a famous person with an Oscar, just picture like an entity being like, so it's about this person who thinks their yeah. spouse might be cheating, 
but there's really no Sounds evidence good. and the person's uh, like parent wants to get involved and then it turns out like they weren't cheating and that's the movie that's the movie i'm like i'm not giving you money for this pass like what else do you have <laughs> But because it's Sofia Coppola coming packaged with Bill Murray, it's in dude. She's go. she's lucky she got Bill Murray, and I think it, Bill Murray only showed up because it's a New York, you know, city set movie. But like, dude, you know, she owes Bill Murray a steak dinner for the rest of her life. <laughs> for making all right, these, love and light, you know, love and light, <laughs> love and light, bitchy, blast the love wolf. and light no. in. What do you got? I mean, you're never gonna get Sofia Coppola to write, you know, a, a script that is just full of plot and takes a lot of chances. Like this is, her scripts are always <laughs> kind of slight. They're always dealing with rich folk. So if you can't get beyond that, then that's just. That's a you problem. That's a, that's a your POV problem. But me, yeah, I'm just looking at it. Gorgeous. Yeah. She's got great taste in everything. Set design, fashion, cars, music, everything. Um, <laughs> I love her as a director. I just love her as a director. And I've loved her, you know, from the start, Virgin Suicides, in terms of her direction. Um, mm -hmm. You know, script-wise, like, because it doesn't take lots of chances, it's pretty um, restrained. You don't get a lot of big laughs in it. There's not, I probably laughed a handful of times um, th throughout the movie. But I appreciated the performance. It's more of like, I think she's more aiming for like, Chuckles of recognition. Yeah. Like when they're seated at a restaurant way too close to everybody else and yeah. they have to yell to talk. It's like, oh, I've been there. I've been there. Exactly. You know? Exactly. No. I mean, it's total upper. It's like a Woody Allen film. You know, it's, it's you know, these, you know, dealing with the problems of, you know, the upper end of New York. And Rashida Jones was new to me because I have not seen her on these television shows. Um, For shame. So I uh, enjoyed her performance. Um, Bill Murray does his Bill Murray thing. It's the elder Bill Murray film. Marlon Wayans was fine. Um, didn't have much chemistry at the end. So the ending falls a little flat. But this had more plot than some of her films because uh, there's some pretty thin ones. Moved along a little slowly, but I wasn't bored. And she proves to be one of our most tasteful directors. I'm going to give her what I give most Sofia Coppola movies, two and one half bones. Wow. Okay. I thought you were going to be going a little higher, but I nah, respect I, it. I really, I mean, I'm not, like I said, I watch every one she does. I will watch The Beguiled. You know, the only one that I was just like, wow, off the charts, this looks like a billion dollars was Marie Antoinette, which I give three and a half bones. I went to the, an early screening of The Beguiled with the Lodge Mistress, and they were shooting T-shirts out of a T-shirt cannon, <laughs> and she caught one in the theater, and it just says Vengeful Bitches on it. <laughs> nice. So I don't think anybody knows that it's from <laughs> The Beguiled, but yeah. all, all the more reason to wear it proudly. That's a woof from LT and two and a half from Brother Bishke. You know what, Brother Bishke? I'm in your boat again. Two and a yeah. half is correct. Mm -hmm. This is this is a movie that gets in, it gets out, doesn't overstay its welcome. Smells nice, looks nice, feels nice. Not a lot at stake, so there's not a lot to lose. <laughs> and if you just decide to hang out with it, maybe have a little puff with it, have a little drink with it, 
uh, you know, there's a lot worse ways to spend your 90 minutes. The reason I didn't fall asleep watching it is because I watched it at 10 in the morning. <laughs> well, I mean, there's pluses and negatives with watching it that early, too, because yeah. it's kind of a drinks out at night movie. But I'm going to connect it kind of to a line that Bill Murray has in this movie where he says, women are like flowers and all flowers are beautiful, even dried flowers. And I'm going to say the same about Sofia Coppola's movies. All her movies are beautiful, even the superficial ones. So no matter what, there's something nutritious to be gleaned from her movies. And you got to respect that. Yeah. Every single one of them. And I'm always interested to see what she's what she's up to and what she's dealing with. So I would say I recommend this, but don't expect to have your mind blown by the script by any means. But I'm sure Francis Ford watched this with a smile. Francis Ford loved this shit. Yeah. Okay. Like he fucking loved it. And the only real barrier now is that I, do you have to have Apple TV Plus to, to watch it? Yeah, this is the first this is the first A24 Apple TV Plus um, movie that they're releasing. There's a slate of them coming. So I think as they come out, I think it's a great partnership. So I think we're going to get more A24 Apple TV Plus. And there's going to be a lot of people using FaceTime within the movie, which happens in this movie. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Yeah. Well, maybe that'll be our, our de facto prestige season whenever all of those come to fruition. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, have to, we have to at least make overtures towards a prestige season, even in these troubling lockdown times. We got to find our prestige in here somewhere. Give Bill Murray a nod, even, even if it's, you know, Critics' Choice Awards or whatever. Give him a nod. They'll have to. There's, 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 there's nothing else to compete. Like, there's nothing else out there. There's nothing. No. This will be nominated for Best Picture. Mark, it my could words. be. It could be. Good God. Good God. <laughs> oh, yeah. God help us all. Well, that's on the rocks, boys. Nice bone spread. Yes. Love and light and all that good stuff. Love and light. Love and light, my friends. 